I'm just I'm just digging more into the statistics. Apparently, like 1.5 million car crashes involve deer every year. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck you, Bambi. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad your mom died. <laughs> <laughs> everyone mom basically right like that's the only person that's gonna be listening my mom's not watching this or listening to this. <laughs> but, I mean. that's true i'm uh i think my mom every time we went to go film she said good luck you're never gonna make it so she might not watch this either <laughs> <laughs> or listen to this there's no watching involved is there no um no no not yet anyway we gotta once I got a webcam that does better than 720p, y'all better fucking look out. <laughs> um, all right, so welcome to Film Topology, uh, the only podcast that uh, talks about film history and how we... Is it, is it the only one? I haven't found any other ones. I'm going to say it is until proven otherwise. You know what? I like that. The only podcast that talks about film history, period. No, so today uh, today we're going to be talking about Bambi. I'm going to tell all of you about Bambi and the history behind it and how it caused an insane repopulation of deer. Have you have you actually had a, a incident with a deer on the road? I have, actually. Yeah, same. Yeah, my, my first uh, car accident, if you want to call it that, um, I was coming home at night, hit a deer, and uh, as they usually do, ran off. Man, my story was so frustrating. What happened? I was in North Carolina driving on it, at night on a garbage road and i saw the deer like i anticipated the deer and everything and i swerved off off the road to not hit it and it rammed its head (laughs) right into my car like i i did everything in my power i definitely endangered my life swerved off the road and even though I swerved off the road, it still managed, and it's sad, it's, it bummed me out so much. The deer just, like, used its head and clipped the side of my car, and then, like, died. And I was, I was just so, I was That's like, not... I did everything I could here, like. <laughs> I don't, I shouldn't laugh. I'm no, like, I know, it's like, the, it, the, de- yeah. the death of the deer is not what's funny. Yeah. It's, the, it's the fact that the death, the deer persevered toward its own death yeah it, you know what i mean like i i would argue that that deer was suicidal that honestly i felt that way <laughs> it, it forced you to assist in its suicide i was trying so hard Ugh. no one on Can the you... road run off the road and it, it clipped my headlight and just was i was like well yeah. i tried i you know i I didn't feel that guilty because I literally like endangered <laughs> myself to protect that deer's life. Yeah, right. Because isn't that the deal? Like, if you hadn't tried at all, 
that then I would understand feeling guilty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like me, I didn't try at all. I, I did. <laughs> just accepting your fate. <laughs> like, yeah. this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that's what they... The, the fucked up part is that's what they tell you in Driver's Ed. If a deer runs out in front of you, don't do anything. Literally just keep going. Yeah. Because, uh, like, it basically assume that it's a you or the deer situation. Yeah. Um, which... No, that makes sense. I was just... That's not always the case, because, I mean... It was just such a vacant road, and, like, the side of the road wasn't, like, super dangerous. I wasn't driving super fast, like, super-duper fast, where it was, like, incredibly dangerous to go on the side of the road. But, um, yeah. Uh, didn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, the deer's... That deer just, was determined. Just can't, can't hack it anymore, man. <laughs> Dear Seppuku. Dear. <laughs> you have dishonored yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could create a whole little story about, like, the, you know, the history of that deer and, like, what caused it to dishonor its family and commit yeah, Dear right. Seppuku that night, that fateful night. No, so, like, apparently uh, adult deer, like, stags, they just don't hang out with their family ever again like they have the baby oh. and they just ro- like roam around i i think like i think that's the case wow yeah i know it's it's super fun so like that's the deal throughout bambi we don't even get like confirmation that that like this this uh king of the forest uh, this stag is Bambi's dad? It just, it just like it's always watching like fucking Batman from a hilltop <laughs> or some shit throughout the movie. Which, so that's another thing that's, you know what? We'll save it. We'll save. It. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I have complaints. So, <clears throat> just a little backstory. Uh, deer population was really high before. Let's let's say fourteen ninety two. Which, uh, fairly significant year for America. Do tell more. Uh, What's significant about that year? So, in 1492, Columbus, uh, was a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Are you Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he, like, discovered this land or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, was totally chill (laughs) with, like, all the people here, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's the story, right? Yeah, that's what I was taught in school because fucking reality <laughs> is a, much worse. And um, then that's why we have Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We celebrate the, the, all, the, everything that we took. I can't from... even say this. I was about to say. I was about to. I gotta say it though. I was about to say like we had Thanksgiving because the Native Americans were just so thankful <laughs> for Christopher Columbus and his his just. He just had so many good deeds, you know. I know. Uh, um, what a what a good historical figure that we it, should it, look up to. It goes in love. Uh, if we're if we're comparing with tears, it goes Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Bill Gates, <laughs> Elon Columbus. Musk, Elon Musk, Columbus. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's a fair list. Although I would probably yeah. put Christopher Columbus first, given you know uh, yeah, all of his yeah. great deeds just surpassed. Yeah, it, exactly. Mother Teresa and Gandhi like tenfold. 
Yeah, I know. Literally, the only person compared with him in, in shared ability, I think, is uh, Bezos, right? Maybe that... that's a close Maybe, one. Yeah. That's a close that's... one for sure. He he does. I mean, he he gives his employees bathroom breaks. I don't think I've ever heard of generosity like that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So about Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sorry. Prior to the 1500s, prior to colonialization, there were about 44 million, and we're going to talk about the white-tailed deer population just because that's the most abundant, and that's also the uh, breed that Bambi was, is, uh, I don't know, sure, Bambi's still out there, is, fuck it. Um, The ancestors of Bambi. Yeah, the ancestors were white-tailed also. Um, So there were 44 million white-tailed deer in america um colonialization happens guess how many there are by the year 1900 peak peak industrial revolution so what's our starting total again 44 million man that's already a lot yeah yeah i guess it it decreased significantly is an understatement um i want you to guess so 19 so it's a decrease from 44 million oh yeah okay I'm going to say 20 million. No, lower. 5 lower. 100. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um 1 million. Lower. 500,000. Close? Uh, close? Close. Close. Ah. There, so there, we can't, there's not an exact number, but it's estimated that it was 300,000 to 500,000. Okay. By the year 1900. Um, Dang. So that's a, that's a pretty steep drop from 44 million. Yeah. Um, so basically, I mean, we could, we could kind of, they were not going, I mean, definitely endangered at that point, right? Yeah. That's an endangered species at that point. Um, so, and, and basically, um, we all saw the revenant. Pelts were big business. <laughs> yep. You know. Um, so, Man, I, that's, I just, that's kind of... <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to talk about the revenant. I really wanted to plug the director <laughs> really bad, because he's like one of my favorite directors. But Yeah, it's the same guy behind Birdman. Yeah, right? Alejandro and you uh, are too. Children of Men also? I'm not familiar with that one, but I know he did a foreign film also called Beautiful, which is real good. I should check that out. Um, I'll I'll list it, all right? I'll mark it down. (laughs) If it's not good, I'm I'm taking it out of your ass. Well, I mean, it is. I I, I trust you. I feel... I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's it's a really sad (laughs) movie, but it's great. Oh, no. Oh no! Also, okay. Javier Bardem is in it, so how can it be bad? Oh, no, that's true. Does he? Does he have like a bunch of quarters that he's like fucking call it? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine, I guess. But he acts, uh, and that's cool. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If he's acting, I mean, you know. He's only um, been in. I've only seen him in one. I'm sure he's he's got a pretty big like 
filmography or whatever. But I think I've only seen him in one bad movie ever. Yeah. And I just I just kind of want to call it out because, oh, man, I can't remember. It was whatever the last Pirates movie was. Uh, oh, yeah, have you yo, seen wait. have you seen that yeah. movie? I what, the most recent one it was that uh was that the um the what the fountain of youth or whatever? Yeah. Wait. Is maybe is that right? Man, all these movies run together. I don't I don't think that one's it. He didn't play. He didn't he played I can't Marvel. remember. It, it, oh, wait, no no no. He played he played Bootstrap Bill, didn't he? Let me see. No, no, he didn't. I'm fucking... I'm wrong. It's okay. Who'd he he play? Someone named... I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Okay. Real time. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's been in so many movies. Yeah. (laughs) Armando Salazar. And the movie was called Pirates of the Caribbean... Dead man tell no tells. It's bad. <laughs> don't watch it. I must be thinking of uh, on Stranger Tides. I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I saw. I, I didn't see Dead Good. Man Tell No Tells. You did yourself a service. <laughs> I did, and like it's. I don't know. I love the characters involved. Like I, I used to love pirates, but it's like yeah, sure. so obvious that they're just cashing out on that franchise, and like it's just. I don't know. Let's get back to deer population because I can, I can harp on the pirates. <laughs> I love it's it. more deer population is more interesting than Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, days. at this point, yeah. I, yeah. You know, the first three movies I thought they... were solid, but yeah, sure. No, the first one definitely. First one I mean, was great. I think the first yeah. one was great. Yeah. Um, can they even continue without Johnny Depp? I mean, they. I mean, from what I understand, they plan on creating another Pirates of the Caribbean movie uh, without Johnny Depp, but... No, I... Sure. I understand that they're going to try, um, but can they succeed? Because I, I truly feel like without Johnny Depp, they lose, I mean, like, half of their audience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and then kinda... after the... Uh, I, I don't want to spoil... I kind of want to. Let's get back on deer stuff. Cause all right, all right. Honestly, we'll we'll maybe we'll revisit Pirates of the Caribbean because yeah, it's one of the, from the sound, mini from movie the sound franchises it, that really frustrate yeah. me. <laughs> from from the sounds of it, I it I won't mind that you spoil it for me because it doesn't sound like oh yeah, yeah yeah I should yeah. be watching it. Um, okay, so um uh so by like the eighteen nineties to the nineteen we're looking at around, three to five hundred thousand. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is peak industrial revolution uh, that's been going on since you know like the 1700s. Really started ramping up in the 1800s in America and the United Kingdom. Um, the response to that by the 1890s was this very large conservation movement, um, mm-hmm. and, and as part of a overall progressive era in both countries. Um, so, you know, we have a lot more regulations coming in. Well, this is where we get into where Bambi came from. Yeah, where Bambi came in and fucked everything up for everyone. Exactly. We were all having fun, shooting our guns, and 
this little bambi uh, uh, fuck digger coming in here, <laughs> uh, tell me I can't shoot my gun. <laughs> I'll be goddamned. Um, yeah, that's also <laughs> that's too close to current events. I don't know who can. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll cut that out in post. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so 1923, uh, we're seeing a lot more regulation. Um, at this point, you know, they're uh, they're starting to do more things like you know they're enacting uh, seasons to hunt certain breeds, etc. Um, 1923 comes around. A German novelist who went by the pseudonym Felix Selton. Okay. Uh, well, uh, technically he was Austrian, I, I believe. Ah, they're all the same, um, right? No, yeah. I can't make that joke. That's so rude. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, a prominent writer from Austria mm-hmm. penned the original works of Bambi. Um, the original name, and I'm sure I'm going to fuck this up uh oh what was it Bambi ein Lebengäschen aus dem Walde by Felix Selton yeah I'll never remember that yeah (laughs) was it who's at was it a more like darker story oh yeah oh really I'm not surprised yeah yeah it, it was so like I love it basically the whole time even in the book the dad just wanders around the forest being hot shit and basically just leaves Bambi with his mom and then when his mom dies Bambi goes <laughs> in the book Bambi actually goes to like a older deer who like doesn't have any kids anymore or something that takes care of him um and uh I guess the the original so it was in a, ma- a newspaper it was a series of stories in a newspaper first and then it got turned into a book in 1923 um Published in Austria by a company called Ustin Verlag or Verlag. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep forgetting the VW thing. Um, not Volkswagen, but the the language thing. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, uh, and this is actually the same guy who wrote the. Uh, I, I'm not even going to try the pronunciation. The Hound of Florence is the English translation, oh, okay. and. This and that was actually inspiration for the Shaggy Dog. Hmm. Yeah. So um, this guy kind of got friendly with Disney later on, but we'll get we'll, we'll get into that uh, because you know this is 1923. This guy was in World War One, and oh, World War Two is in Austria. Germany is kind of on its way. Uh, this is when the uh, um, the party. The Nazi Party uh, was kind of starting to ramp up in the 1920s in Germany. So, yikes! So this guy writes the book, very well received. Um, does a republish in 1926 with a U.S. copyright notice, so that he makes sure. So in Germany, when he wrote it, there were no copyright laws like we had in America, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he wrote it, like that's it. That that's your copyright. You are the original author. Um, that, I don't know how to, that shit wouldn't work today. Let me just say that. Um, yeah. So, and I, I don't even think it worked that way in America at the time. So he gets a U.S. copyright notice and then 
two years later, 1928, um, the novel is translated by someone named Whitaker Chambers. Um, translates it to English, and they do an, they republish again in America in English with, through a publishment company named Simon and Schuster. Okay. Um, once again, hailed by critics, I believe they sold like over seventy five thousand copies in the first year, maybe even month. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. They sold sold a shit ton of copies. Eventually, they <laughs> sold like over six hundred fifty thousand. Um, it got uh, since then. It's been translated into over thirty languages. Um, the New York Times gave it an amazing review, and it was a hit with the Book of the Month Club. Um, which has been around since 1926, actually, when it the same year it got the the uh, U.S. copyright notice. So, um, just you know, a little factoid for you there. Uh, so, it's published in English. It is recognized at that point, and uh, well, now it is recognized as one of the first environmentalist novels, apparently. Oh. Okay. Yeah, uh, it pissed hunters off. That's that was the important thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So it gets published, pisses hunters off who read it. Um, that's nineteen twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. By the time nineteen thirty-one is rolling, that is when the Nazi Party has basically taken hold and begun the war. Um. And the author, uh, Sigmund Salzman, is Jewish, and he has to get the fuck out of Dodge. Makes sense. Um, this yeah, <laughs> checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in 1933, he gets help from his publisher, uh, one of his publishers, Max Schuster, and gets help from him to flee to America. And I guess Schuster had some connections with Hollywood at that time. Because uh, he introduces Salzman to Sidney Franklin uh, at MGM. Later, sells the in 1933 sells the rights to Sidney Franklin, who wanted to do a live adaption originally, and they were like, "Oh wow, that sounds like a hassle. You know what we should do? Uh, just give it to Disney, because <laughs> they'll just." draw cartoons for it yeah and i'll and i'll still make my nut <laughs> so uh 1937 sydney franklin sells the rights to disney yeah and future leader of the world disney yeah yes exactly so they got the rights they're working on it it kind of gets put on the back burner because they're doing fantasia at the same time and the film is finally released in um, I think there was originally a some limited screenings on August eighth, nineteen forty two is when they began, and uh, RKO Pictures did a full release August thirteenth, nineteen forty two. Okay, comes out in theaters. All the dads are overseas, and moms are working to support, and not a lot of people got time to go to a, a movie. Um, is one thing, but the big thing was they had a very limited European market. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, so they they grossed more internationally actually than they did in the U.S. Oh, wow. um, but they, but still, they could only 
Uh, it, it wasn't that much more. They grossed like $400,000 more internationally than they did in the U.S. So, like, they could only release in, you know... <laughs> they could only release in places that were on our side during the war, pretty yeah. much. You know, uh, Russia, France, uh, which I don't even know. Actually, I, I bet they couldn't release in France because... Uh, yeah. Occupied, yeah. So, um, they... You know, they make their money back, but it doesn't go as well as they hoped. But uh, before the movie even came out, there were a lot of pissed off people, a lot of pissed off hunters and outdoorsmen, things of that nature. Hmm. Um, Famously, before the movie even came out, uh, the editor of Outdoor Life magazine, Raymond J. Brown, calls for outcry from all his other, uh, you know, constituents, other hunting sportsmen enthusiasts things like that uh he apparently before the movie came out he did he sent at least one telegram if not a few to walt disney and like this is my favorite part about all this or one of my favorite parts about this whole story is that like all the hunters were like they were just pissed off at like how quote-unquote inaccurate uh bambi portrayed hunters um <laughs> is there anything like, <laughs> specifically that was inaccurate uh yes so like they were like i think like because uh the the hunters come in the winter and uh, i guess uh, so like mr brown sent walt disney a telegram and apparently it said something to the effect of winter's not even hunting season dummy that that was the grievance <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah, so that was <laughs> that was like that was like all they could find. Like basically, uh, that was the common thread. It was like this isn't even accurate. We don't even use that type of gun. Like I don't even. It's just stupid stuff like that. Um, so basically, no one answers him. So like he tried to get RKO to uh, straight up like hold it, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys can't release this." Da da da. And RKO obviously said, go fuck yourself. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it did spur a movement of other people, uh, other pro-hunting um, media outlets. For example, uh, Field and Stream, Nature Magazine, Sports Field. Um, this is in the 40s? Uh, yeah, this I didn't is in the we had this many 40s. magazines in the 40s. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, in fact... Um, and after that, like, it, it actually kind of got really big. It, the An initiative, the year, I believe, after the movie came out, there was an initiative from the Wartime Council to use Bambi as the face of anti-wildfire propaganda. A year later, Bambi was replaced by none other than Smokey the Bear. <laughs> so, I didn't know this was a Smokey the Bear origin story as well. That's crazy. I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know that either. Uh... Hey, I love a good origin story, though, you know? Um, so, uh, so, so I mean, Bambi's pretty big at this time. The effect it has is pretty big. Uh, I guess also, like, it It was like... it's it's the, the outcry from hunting people was basically similar to, like, the kind of outcry we see now. You know, like I said, it's all just, like, pointless or relevant to the argument type shit. So, like, I guess people were really mad they were like how dare you traumatize children by killing bambi's mother 
we wouldn't even shoot an antlerless deer or whatever. And I was like, you know, all right, man. Uh, so you would have just killed the fucking stag that is... <laughs> uh, Weird. So, uh, examples. There were pro-hunting bills that were killed by public opposition. For example, a gentleman, Alto Leopold, was trying to get a bill through in Wisconsin for an antlerless hunting season. And... Uh, basically, everybody just took a shit on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, really supported the uh, anti-hunting movement and continued to for years. Um, since the original release, it's been re-released several times. Um, in the 60s, it started to become more prominent, you know, as people had kind of grown up with it in the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed it to their kids. In 1980. Two, I believe, um, it became available for uh, rental, uh, VHS rental. What is a VHS? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> v- uh, well, let me tell you, Timmy. <laughs> we didn't have all these fancy streaming platforms like, uh, you know, NetLoo and Hooflix and what have you. We had videotapes, Timmy. Yeah, and you know what sucked about those things? The more you use them, the more they degraded over time. That made me so sad. Because I would... I would watch, like... I remember having, like, The Lion King on, like, VHS. But I would watch it nonstop. And then... Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just sad seeing it degrade. Well, Well, so... And, I mean, so that's the thing. By, you know, by the resurgence of Disney and the late 80s and 90s um, with with Michael Eisner Bambi was a staple to childhood yeah I mean I watched it um I didn't but you didn't (laughs) no I watched Bambi for the first time uh like this week researching what yeah I I, no I know yeah dude uh that was the kicker that's what I've been waiting to to tell you (laughs) we have to do another episode I actually just recently found out that there's a sequel to Bambi. Did you know that? Yeah, dude. It came out like 60 years after the original. Yeah, like literally yeah, 60 years. I think it was 64 yeah. years after the original. Yeah, it would. It came out in 2006, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I would have. I would have been 10 when that <laughs> came out. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what you can do in a sequel. I'm so curious what it's even about. But yeah, mom's revenge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I think... So, the fucked up part is, um, Salzman actually wrote a sequel to his book, too. It was called... Bambi's... No, it's called Bambi's (laughs) Children, which I don't know... I don't know if that's what Bambi 2 is about or not, but I assume it is. Probably. Probably. Um, but, I mean, hey, since then, it's become a staple. Uh, guess what the population is today. If we're using and we're using that, are we kind of using that three five hundred as like a starting point? Uh, yeah, yeah. So close to um, that. Yeah, so in the early nineteen hundreds, that's where we were at. Honey regulation started, and then like in the nineteen forties to fifties, there was damn near no hunting. Yeah, so that means, I mean, it went up. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. say. Hold on. 
That was the most suspenseful pause I've ever fucking heard. I'm trying to do my math, you know, doing the numbers, carrying them <laughs> to one. Do you have a formula that mm-hmm. you... I can't give deer, it out. It's a super deer? secret formula, but yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Mr. Krabs. Yeah, it's exactly like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say I'll start off with 10 million. Higher. Man, I thought that was pretty reasonable. Uh, <laughs> 20. I'm just going to double it. 20. Uh, closer. Okay. It, up or down? Up. 22. More. 24. <laughs> 25. Okay. I, I was close. Yeah, yeah. I was getting there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, That's, no. We. we and what what was that is there a like what time frame like how long that happened from like hundreds Um, of thousands to like 25 million uh so it it went back up to um so like by 1950 about 10 years afterwards it had gone up actually like in the millions again oh man already yeah so it was uh so like by 1950 I think it was about three million, three to four million. Um, which just goes to show, like the 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 absolute direct effect that we had on. Yeah. I mean, because well, that's obviously what it is, right? Hunting. It's like, I mean, just just over hunting because uh, you know meat, deer meat was big business as well as the uh, pelts that you would get from them. Yeah, it was just like. You know, a really influential movie, you know, seen by the masses, in turn affected policy, hunting policy, which in turn affected deer population. Yeah. Which then affected, and we'll just bring it back to when that deer wanted to commit suicide that fateful (laughs) night, you know, just running into my car. I'm blaming Bambi for it, honestly. Do you you know what? Do you know how many deaths are caused by accidents? Uh, I was, oh, you mean deer? Do, yes. Do you know how many deaths are caused by deer, like every year? Uh, I do not, but I would guess it is. I'll just throw out like a number, like fifty. Uh, Please tell it me it's lower than that. It's actually not. It's uh, it's higher. Um, Please don't say it's significantly higher. It is not significantly okay. higher because that would be sad. <laughs> apparently, like on average, between one seventy five and two hundred. Uh, I mean, fatali- fatalities yeah. and over ten thousand injuries oh, every geez. year. Yeah. Yeah. So. In short, Bambi kills so I think <laughs> one hundred seventy five <laughs> to two hundred people every year. I think what we really need is like we need another influential movie that like that does the opposite of what Bambi did, and then we can kind of course correct <laughs> you know what maybe that's what Bambi Two is about. Maybe that was Disney's <laughs> attempt to like yeah. correct their yeah. like. Uh, they're great evil they brought onto the world. Yeah, exactly. 
But I mean, Disney's actually pretty comfortable bringing like great evils into the world. I mean, yeah, you have the Star Wars thing that they tried to do. Yeah, trying to like think. I say that, but they they there's a couple good nuggets of entertainment that they've done with Star Wars. But the whole new sequels or whatever I don't even know what to call them. Fuck seven through nine, man, that (laughs) was actually like. A blight on humanity. I'm sorry. It made me so mad. I just I I agree. I did I I could have done without it. Honestly, you know what I really liked? Uh Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I why thought, I, I had to stop myself because like they have done good stuff with Star Wars, yeah. but they're also like doing too much. It's like oversaturating the market with way too much Star Wars stuff. They just know it's a money making machine and like you know, even if their stuff sucks, it makes money. So, like, yeah. there's some good stuff and there's some bad stuff. I just wish they'd, like, yeah. relax. Right. <laughs> Chill. Just try and make good products. You know, I'm not saying don't Chill. make Star Wars stuff, but, like, maybe not three Star Wars properties a year. Like, that'd be cool. You know? I don't know. Yeah, kind of. I mean, no, that that's not even an exaggeration. We In the past year, we've had Obi-Wan... Uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And the new season of Mandalorian, I think. In wait, what was the time span you said? In in the past year. Uh, we had the new season of Mandalorian was like two years ago, but like, okay. you know, it got but still. That's yeah. Did you say Bad Batch? No, I'm just I'm just counting the amount of Star Wars material. Yeah, yeah, bad, Star, bad. Star Wars isn't that a thing? I don't know. There's so much. Oh, is it? I fucking I see. I, case case in point, right there. Too many to keep up with. Star Wars Bad Batch. When I thought you were just saying. Yeah, it came out in 2021, I, May huh, May the fourth. <laughs> what a date. <laughs> so I think the summary we can the summary here, I think pretty yeah. easy. Uh. Disney's the root of all evil. Um, <laughs> I think that's pretty yes. concise, straightforward. Yeah. I uh, don't really see any other lesson to take away from this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you... Unless, like, literally the only other lesson is next time you hit a deer, just be really mad at Bambi and a German guy named... Sigmund Salzman. Yeah. So that's that's or just be mad at Disney. You don't even have to have hit a deer. Just fucking be mad at Disney. Fuck it. True. Yeah. Um. They're probably acquiring another company right now as we speak. <laughs> I I wouldn't doubt it. I as a matter of fact, I would expect it. Yep. So um. Man. Yeah, no, uh, I, was just, I was just digging more into the statistics. Apparently, like, 1.5 million car crashes involve deer every year. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck you, Bambi. Yeah. I'm glad your mom died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say. No, so, like, apparently that was Walt Disney's daughter's critique. It was that Bambi's mom didn't have to die. Yeah. So, I don't know how you respond to that as a father. I don't know how I would respond to that as a father. I would. He probably didn't care. He was making him money, so. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm right? Like, he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm making, like, millions of dollars. Who cares? Like, whatever. 
keep critiquing it. This <laughs> this Dang. movie's literally gonna pay for generations. So whatever, who yeah. gives a shit? <laughs> you wanna eat, don't you? Shut the fuck up. That's that's good parenting right there. Yeah. That's... He was a provider, you know. <laughs> he was. Man. He was a yeah. I, I'm just surprised he was willing to adapt a story from a Jewish person. Yeah, that actually is pretty weird. I, yeah. I, and on it uh uncharacteristic for sure. <laughs> uh, so I I will say there is speculation. So the original novel Bambi by the original author was uh is said to have been much more metaphorical it's uh, described as a coming of age story um much darker uh, a lot more grim Um, basically it's it's this the the story really follows bambi having to be more comfortable in isolation um which is pretty steep shit yeah yeah um but Disney uh, has a like kind of just turned it into a talent of taking like these like really dark tales and like just turn them into like kind of a kids movie, you know? Yeah. They, they yeah. there's like countless. I mean, uh, every Grimm Brothers tale they've <laughs> they, ever taken, <laughs> yeah. like pick one. And then you know, like the Lion King, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there, I think, I think there are like a. Few other because Lion King is just Hamlet. Um, I feel like there was like one or two other Disney films that they just stole. I mean, and like all of them are stolen, but I like Shakespeare specifically. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, George George of the Jungle is just uh, that's not Disney, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's Disney. These motherfuckers really did Tarzan and George of the Jungle. I don't know how. Yeah. They, yeah, it's silly. I don't know. Well, sorry. <laughs> what got me on the train thought, I was like, um, Jungle to Jungle with Tim Allen. That was Shakespeare, right? At one point. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that movie existed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, even as a child, I, I'd never sat through that movie. Fun fact. The first movie I've ever uh, watched was, oh my gosh, George of the Jungle. That's the first movie I ever watched in a theater. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mine actually was Tarzan. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was the shit, even then. Phil, Carl- Phil-, Phil Collins went way too hard. We didn't, we didn't need all that, but he gave it to us anyway because he loves us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that is, (laughs) that is the story of Bambi, although there are other, I'm not gonna lie, like, the story of Bambi is actually crazy as shit, like, not the story of Bambi, but what happened after Bambi, like, there's, so, like, Whitaker, um, as, as I mentioned, Whitaker Chambers was the person who translated the book to English, right? Apparently in 1948, he accused this fucking politician of being a Russian spy, and I, yeah, so, like, Whitaker was a former member of the Communist Party, and accused a politician by the name of Alger Hiss in 1948 of being 
a Russian spy, and apparently he was never found guilty of that, but two years later, after the statute had been run out and he had already been tried, um, he was convicted of perjury in his statements uh, in that original trial. So hmm. he technically was not convicted of being a spy, but it don't look good for you, boy. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and so many other things. Since, since the original release, uh, Bambi is listed on... Uh, in AFI as the third greatest animated film of all time. Um, hmm. But I believe I believe that is in the classical genre. Oh. It's probably diff- you know probably different than like 3D animated genre or you know stuff I would assume. Because um, it's Toy Story, right? Yeah. That one, yeah. You um, got a friend in me. My Yeah, exactly. And I mean... Uh, since its original release in 1942, it's just gained more and more money, re-releases, uh, you know, um, home video releases, the amount of merch. You know, it warranted a second movie 64 years after the original release, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my favorite, you know, apparently Evil Knievel did art based on Bambi and sold <laughs> it at one point. My favorite is uh, Kiefer Sutherland said in a Playboy magazine interview Uh-oh. that Bambi was his favorite movie and it taught him about, and I quote, sexuality. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how you get that. That's a problematic statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he I goes on to... That... Oh, he, there's more. Okay. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> his favorite... He, and I quote, had such a crush on Thumper's wife from the ages of seven to ten. Um. Okay. <laughs> so like. That's that's. Sad. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean. The, we call that I think the Lola Bunny complex, right? <laughs> <Sure>. Like. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, uh, you know what, I don't want to get into a, what animated character was most attractive, though. Uh, that's not a place where I think we should go. Not for the Bambi episode, no. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, so, since then, I mean, uh, all kinds of uh, references are made, uh, you know, there's something called the Bambi Factor, Bambi Syndrome, the Bambi Effect, and all of these contribute to uh, anti-hunting sentiment. So that is the full story. Yeah. Public perception, man, is a very powerful tool to get shit done. And sometimes exactly. the shit you get done doesn't, you know, have the best outcomes. <laughs> you know. Because, you know, those people that, you know, protest all those pro-hunter policies and stuff, like, their intentions were totally good, right? You know? But they didn't expect, like, 60, 50 years later, you know, that that same thing, you know, that they're pushing for would cause literally... Like, I hate to say it, like, because, you know, deers are just such chill, calm animals for the most part, but, like, they literally create so much (laughs) chaos... around america like on you know it's just too many of them you know 
So yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I think it got to a point where they actually. So by by the two thousands, um, deer population was actually more like forty million. Oh, so we were like close to pre-Columbus. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, we we really were. Um, before the white people showed up. It's just crazy because like it made more sense for them that many to exist when there's like when the land's not really all that populated, but there's a shit ton of more people here now. <laughs> a little crowded to have that many deer now. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is why you know. A lot of those hunting regulations were stripped uh, to control deer population more because we started by the 2000s getting toward 40 million. And, I mean, that's when it was, like, a fucking problem um, because, like you said, there are more people now. By the year 2000, we had a lot more roads and we had used up and continue to use a lot more... Um, wooded areas that we you know destroy and build roads or communities and um and uh i think that's why the deer are suicidal now they run into your car because we, we took their home yeah that's probably that's probably it i don't know i can't get inside the mind of a deer yeah Bambi. Moral of the story, fuck Disney. Yeah. Really, um, that that is it. <laughs> that is always the moral of the story. I think. Just because they put out a couple good products every day doesn't mean we forget about them and their evil ways. They're trying to take over the world. Don't you forget it. I mean, they're doing a good fucking job. No, I know. That's why I'm saying we need to be, we need to fight back. Right. with all i think i think you're i think you're right we need we need our own like if bambi is the beatles we need a rolling stones movie to counter bambi we need to urge people to kill more i don't know if that's gonna like do anything to disney but maybe probably not disney's probably not <laughs> realistically we can't do anything they have so much capital uh, behind them that like <laughs> realistically yeah. what could like a even a handful or a bunch of commoner people do to disney they literally own the yeah. world <laughs> like it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's it's actually terrifying i'm sorry before you finish that statement i thought you were gonna be like you know literally a handful i was gonna be like yo are you gonna say like a bunch of deer corpses or something? <laughs> like i don't a sacrifice i don't think is the answer I mean, desperate times, man. Yeah, right. Maybe if I kill enough <laughs> deer, Disney will notice me. Yeah, so uh, now I think it's time for our present segment. Adam, did you get me a present? What movie have you seen lately? Present? I didn't get you shit, but uh, <laughs> there's a movie that I've seen that is... The more I think about it, the more confident I feel about this. It, it, it like, easily cracked my top ten movies of all time. Oh, wow. But, yeah, and with that said, I think it's the best movie I've seen in the last five, ten years or so. I don't know. Oh, wow. Really? I'll say five years to 
10 years might be pushing it because that's a hard time to like think about but last five years i'm, I'm feeling kind of confident about that and i hope i'm not overhyping it but like i don't care it's really good and i cried every time i watched it. i don't care whatever uh it was it's everything everywhere all at once and it's damn it's hard to say all the time but yeah it's just great you know there's it's just flawless at every single element of like from acting cinematography to directing uh it's downright perfect okay uh yeah the the theme i'll admit you know a very very hmm Got it. I'm trying to. I'm walking around eggshells here because, like, I don't. I definitely don't want to spoil this movie for anyone. Like, I want someone to go in. Preferably, I. I, I even tell people to stay away from trailers because, like, uh, the, 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 it's pretty clear whoever are making the trailers aren't the same people who like made the movie. Because I feel like the trailer really does a disservice to the movie. I would say stay away from the fucking trailers. Um, go in blind and enjoy. Okay it's it's a little long you know i know people have short attention spans so that could be a like drawback for some people but like i think it's worth it great story great cast even though i only knew like there was only like three ish maybe four like actual uh like really prominent names but like every with that said everyone who participated in this movie was like like killed their role um yeah uh i i could talk about the movie forever but i'm trying i'm really trying my best not to ruin it because it is so damn good well is it kind of a very intricate plot where if you give anything away it might like ruin the whole thing no, it's not like that. I just, no, I just, I really value the first experience and the first, like, uh, that first time of getting the knowledge and stuff of watching that film, I really think kind of helps, uh, the viewing experience. So like, I really, I just wanted like, try to refrain from giving like, too many details. Uh, I don't even, I really don't even want to give plot details. I just, I just, it is a very beautiful, like very well put together movie um it does a seamless job of going back and forth between genres at one point like a major pillar of its plot is like a science fiction element uh but it also so like it has a science fiction element um it has a comedy element which it's like <laughs> it's it's really funny i don't know i can't I don't want to get in. <laughs> it's funny. But then okay. there's like, there's like even, um, there's even moments of like, of, of like a horror film. You know what I mean? And um, then it'll just break out into a martial arts film. And like, when you hear all that, it feels like, wow, this, how can you like. It sounds like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> a little lie. bit, right? I would say there are, it, it feels similar, but like this movie is like, I hate to say it like this because I don't, I love Scott Pilgrim versus the world, but this movie is way more 
mature in its um and the message it's trying to give. But like um there is the the humor uh in the movie. There's a I would say there's a common thread sometimes with the humor in Scott Pilgrim and this one for sure. But um yeah, I don't know. I just loved it. It's just so good. The the themes perfect. Um yeah, I I it's super with a with plot element. It can get I could imagine like if you just gave like an outline of this plot if you had someone else write it like it could get really convoluted if not in the right hands i don't know exactly who wrote it i think it looks like uh daniel kwan and daniel shernert i don't know how to pronounce his name are these the same guys that did swiss army man that's a great question i'm glad you asked let me check they yeah that was literally their other only film They've done two feature films, Swiss oh, Army wow. Man and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Wow, okay. Because I really enjoy the Swiss Army Man. Um, so I assume I will enjoy this. And I hear, honestly, what you're saying is literally all I've heard about Everything Everywhere All at Once. That it is just an amazing yeah, it's an experience. Film. I don't know. And, like, yeah. I really treasure it because it's, like, an actual original piece of art in film. And, honestly, we don't get that shit ever. It's always a sequel, a remake, or some bullshit. So, it's yeah. real nice. Or some formulaic bullshit. Like, even yeah. some of the best films I've seen this year is, like, it's just... it's Even if it's good and well-made, it's just, like... You can't when you have like pre-existing properties. You're you're in a little bit of a box in terms of like what you can do on a creative level. Like another movie I saw that I really enjoyed that I know you didn't enjoy is the Batman. But like even though that movie I consider that movie to be really good, like it's still like I mean fuck how many Batman movies have we had in the last fucking fifteen years? You know like uh, relax, give me something new, fresh, some like. Even though I consider it to be really good, like, it's, you know, like, it's the same story. It's like, fuck, it's Batman and he's trying to stop, you know, the bad guys from messing up Gotham. Like, fuck, man. Like, you can only get so deep with that, right? So, everything, everyone, everywhere, all at once is, like, a, a good um, representation of, like, just an original piece of art that's really well made i uh the studio a24 i fucking love them they just consistently put out great movies great original movies every time and like yeah yeah, uh there's just everything everything (laughs) everything about that movie is like why i love movies so wow okay okay yeah no i mean no i i have not seen it yet but from what I've heard, and honestly, now after hearing how highly you recommend, yeah, you say you're gonna watch it this weekend. You're gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah, I I am busy right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Next time, next time we convene, I will have watched it, and we'll be able to have a conversation about it. So, anyone listening right now, who the fuck am I kidding? Um, yeah everyone's listening right now everyone's listening to us right now i'm gonna we're super famous we are just putting ourselves out on the internet therefore we're famous 
I'm gonna say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, everyone listening right now, next time we're gonna be talking about everything, everywhere, all at once, at least for a little bit. Uh, I believe. I mean, I'll talk. Uh, oh, yeah, and <laughs> so we're gonna. I, and, next one might be long. Yeah, yeah, but I could. I'll be able to talk about it. We'll give spoiler warnings, but yeah, once I actually right. get to talk about plot stuff, I I can talk about the movie for a fucking long time. Okay. Well, so so this is the spoiler warning. This right here. Hey, next time you listen, there are going to be spoilers. No, I'll give another spoiler warning. I like really care about people's first viewing so i'm i'm gonna give a, a secondarily uh spoiler spoiler warning when we actually talk about it because going fair. in blind i think is super important for that movie that's fair i i can respect that i personally don't i probably wouldn't give a shit but yeah because you mean, don't like, like people i that's that's true but that's not necessarily <laughs> why i don't give a shit yeah you hate people it's fine i I, yes, but that's not, (laughs) (laughs) that's not, that's not the reason. Uh, Sounds like it's the reason. It's because I've already given them a warning. I'm, I've given them the warning right now, far in advance. They're going to forget. Yeah. That's why you give the second warning. They're going to be, well, that's, they should remember that's all I'm saying. I don't have... Man, people are always smoking a dang pot nowadays, man. You can't expect them to remember nothing, okay? Myself in- included, but, like, that's not... No, that's... I actually have a full-time job. I can't say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a full-time I... <laughs> job, but I can't say it because I'm in Washington State. <laughs> yeah, I am I am in North Carolina. Oh, uh... shit, dude. The feds are coming for you right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. My FBI agent out in the van... Yeah, we're gonna have to end this episode a little early. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Um, they're gonna know. If they, I'm not. Honestly, that's the worst part. I could go to work and be like, "Yeah, uh, I just did a podcast." You know, tell my coworkers go listen to it. Oof. And I don't know if you can anymore. I, I I still probably could. They'll all go back. Oh, and be okay. Like, oh yeah. Do you listen to that? And they'll be like, "I was going to, but I couldn't." No, followed by whatever excuse. I couldn't find it. <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't play for me. I'm convinced we're about to be super famous. Right? Yeah. Of, when we end this episode, I think that's how that works. I, like, as soon as we Disney, end, like, boom, famous. Do you think, do, do you think Disney will sponsor us? I, I, uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, we've kind of... We've unveiled... A lot of information in this episode. Uh, the fact of um, my THC consumption. Man, you just—it just, just reminds <laughs> the idea of Disney sponsoring us really <laughs> reminds me of a Black Mirror episode. Do you ever watch a Black Mirror? Yes. Are you talking about the episode where like they're all in this like building uh-huh. that they live in and like the dude just exercises every day with everybody yeah. else and then Yeah. Yes. I think about that episode at least once like every two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if they <laughs> sponsored us, that's how they would use us. You know what I mean? Like we would right. just we wouldn't actually like they don't want us to actually truly upset, you know, the system, but you know. Right. Uh, they want us to give like a more sanitized version of right yeah yeah, yeah. 
they're gonna come in and they're gonna make us wear those white fucking gloves to cover up our dirtiness. Uh, <laughs> same same thing they did to Mickey. Yeah. And Goofy and Donald. Yeah, many and, people don't and, know this. Mickey Mouse was like the first one to protest against Disney bullshit. Then they threw those gloves yeah. on him, man, and he ain't been yeah. the same since. You remember when he was first created? He was like all black and white and just had like pupils. He didn't have like an actual yeah. eye. Like it was just the black dots. And then all of a sudden, he's getting color and he's got like full blown eyes and looks completely different. We call that a recast, motherfucker. It happened to Dick York. It'll happen to Mickey too. <laughs> Not in that order, but, you know. But, yeah. yeah. Everything. Um, everywhere. All at once. Watch that shit. And, like, be happy. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. That movie made me so happy. And it made me feel things. And, like, that's all I ask for my art. If you make me feel, I'll dig it, you know? But for some reason, like, Transformers, like, 27, that doesn't do it for me. I don't know. <laughs> You're not down for for Pirates of the Caribbean 6? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's, ugh, Pirates you, is such <laughs> a great example. Because I felt like the Pirates 1, it was a great example of, like, original, like, an original story and, like, I thought, like, a pretty, like, solid conclusion for the most part. Like, it, I guess it did leave it open for a sequel, but, like, it it could have fucking ended after that movie, and we could have never got another Pirates movie. And, you know, there were some serviceable sequels in, uh... Man, I forgot their titles. Pirates 2 and 3. I know At World's yeah. End was 3. Um, I thought those were serviceable ending, or serviceable sequels unneeded but still good like i I had enjoyed them for the most part um yeah. but then it was like yeah let's keep going and i don't know it's yeah um i i really think it should i really i really think it should have ended at world's end yeah it's just a great example of like it's kind of the like, two i think the pirates franchise is a great example of like the two sides of movies that fucking like well the one side I hate, the other side I like love. Like when it started out, like as an original piece of art, and it was like you you had no idea what was happening, and the twists and turns were like really cool. And then it just slowly turned into like you know just we're just gonna yeah. will out Jack Sparrow and this like really <laughs> garbage plot. But you like Jack Sparrow, so you're gonna fucking watch it. And it's like oh my god. And it's, like, so frustrating because, like, people did still watch it, so they feel validated. But, like, those movies after three were really dog shit, at least in my opinion. Yeah. The only reason why I watched those movies is because I could watch them for free. I worked at the movies at the time. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. Damn. Damn. So, straight up would not pay for it. Mm Mm-mm. I don't blame you. I I think someone else bought my ticket to on Stranger Tides, which I did see in the theater because I did like. At you World's sure it wasn't me that got you in for free? I got a lot of people in for free. <laughs> I don't was. mind. I don't mind lie. putting that out in the public space because that company no longer exists. Well, yeah, Probably because of not, me, but that's fine. Oh, that's. I, I think it was the pandemic, but that's. No, no, no. They all, stopped all existing the before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. 
It was Frank. I, I'll they, throw them out there. It was Frank Theaters. Yeah, they yeah, stopped existing yeah. in. Uh, I want to say like twenty sixteen. Is that when twenty seventeen? You know, like quote unquote, shut down for renovations, and they just never opened back up. I I think that might have happened. All I know is when the new company came in, they finally renovated and stuff. So maybe that's what it was. I don't. No, that's right. That is what happened. They closed down for renovations, and that was actually them like transferring owners. Yeah. And they reven they 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 renovated, opened back up, and then the pandemic happened. Oh, but when the pandemic happened, Frank Theaters was no longer a thing anymore. It was Paramount something. Plus? No. Hmm. That would be funny. Uh, Look, yeah. That's Viacom, isn't it? Or is Viacom CBS? Man, I can't even find Frank Theaters anymore. I, I can't even see when it stopped existing. Oh well, that's fine. Who cares? No one cares. They're, Frank Theater sucks. It's Par oh, it's Paragon Theaters now. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, Paragon. Yeah, yeah. Paragon is so much. No, I don't know anything. I I mean the theater that I used to work at now looks. Have you been there? It's like great actually. No. Uh... They got like recliner seats. They serve beer. Like it's a whole new building. The bathrooms aren't yeah. absolutely dog shit. Literally all after. We're right? given a whole lot of like Moore County lore for no reason, but sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so far we've narrowed it down that we lived in Moore County, but they have to. Well, I whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not so currently I'm... live in Moore County. Nor do I. Um, but I. I got out of that town. Yeah, I mean, if you like golf, and I made something of myself. If you like there. golf and old people, it's like a pretty ideal place, I think. But otherwise, probably not. Yeah, there are horses too. Oh, I sure. Think. I feel like there's better places with horses, but yeah, it's, <laughs> horses exist in Moore County for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There, there's a few ponds. Um, there, there's seven like, lakes. You know. There's seven <laughs> lakes. They are. Uh, there we, might be we more lakes. Them, <laughs> no, no, no. There are definitely seven, though, and for those are important. For sure, there's seven. They're not the Great Lakes. They're they're the. I mean, lakes. they're about as good as the Great Lakes. I would say, yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Moore County does have a lot going on for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, seven. I didn't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. What else? Is there any other thing? Uh. Do we want to do the next segment? Um, yeah, I guess so. So next time is that do I do or do we switch off for each segment? Do you think? So like I st I do the first one, then you do the present. Yeah, I think then, that works. And then we just go go to the next one. So next time you do the story, you and then you do the present, and then I do the oh okay, future. I like that. Yeah, like, boop, yeah. Boop, boop. Let's, let's yeah, let's try that. I dig it. Uh, okay, so. That was the present. Now we move to the future. That was so um, dramatic for no reason. But yeah. Yeah, I know. I The future generally mind, is pretty depressing, so I don't know why you would yeah, be so happy about it. Yeah, kind of. Picture picture like Blade Runner. Or like <laughs> that. Oh, oh! Sorry. Judge Dredd. Okay, 
I was about the, I, the, the, huh? I was no, I had to stop myself. I was about to go on a like crazy like uh I was about to praise <laughs> Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but No, it's my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that count? Huh? What that does would, What can I for future reference, would Blade huh? Runner twenty forty nine technically be a future movie, even though it already came out? Uh, is, I don't know, is Terminator? That I don't know. Is it? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> uh, no, I think. Okay, I don't think it, boo. I don't think it matters. I don't think. I don't think it matters. <laughs> what about Mad Max? Was, <laughs> again, I don't think it matters if it's about the future. I think it had to have have come out already hmm. to be in the. I guess but, that's so, fine. What about Star Wars? It was a long, long time ago, but somehow in the future. Yeah, no, I th- I think for Star Wars, we would say all the non-Disney movies would fit that bill. If okay. it's it was created by Disney, we'll just not put it in the future category because we, we just don't mm-hmm. we don't talk we don't talk about Disney in a positive way on this podcast. I refuse. Or ever for me, but ever, <laughs> ever, yeah, they make good ever. stuff every once in a while, but like. Oh yeah, I have a Disney Plus account. Yeah, me too. I'm not saying but, I don't support yeah. them. Also, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just I, I I have I have a rebuttal to something. I have actually like a delayed rebuttal. Just because they take my money doesn't mean I don't see their evil <laughs> ways. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. It's not that I didn't like the Batman. I mean you. You didn't have good words to say about it. No, that I no. Okay, look. Just because I had some negative words to say about it doesn't mean. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't have good words, so I. That, what are some good that's words? That's fair. <laughs> I, I I probably didn't give you a good impression, or I the impression I gave you was probably that I didn't get a good impression from it. I don't know. However, you want to work. Yeah, you didn't but say anything good about I, it. <laughs> Why would I think I, you liked the movie if you didn't say a good thing? <laughs> No, I said I did specifically say I did enjoy it. It was fun, but uh, it was it was I. No, what I did enjoy, and I did say this to be fair. I'll say it again. I enjoyed that they went a different shade of dark. If that makes sense, because even so, you know, because Batman oh, was such was what you you changed how you said. You didn't say you enjoyed it. You said it was all you did. You just acknowledged that it was like the darkest Batman movie, and then you considered, then you continued to talk about all the things you didn't like. Well, like there were certain things that were just, you know, didn't impress. No, that's me, fine. I'm just saying know. you you're kind of changing how you were talking about it because you didn't say you enjoyed that it was like the darkest film you ever seen. You said. Uh, it was just dark. Now, let me talk no, about well, why it's garbage. <laughs> okay, well then, let me clarify. I did enjoy how dark it was. Because it definitely is the darkest Batman movie in my mind. You know, And I think they've just progressively gotten darker. Um, yeah. You know, just uh, says, you know, from the silly Batman we knew in the 60s to... You know when Tim Burton did his, and it was a much more dark, gothic feel. You know, but still kind of silly. And then it just kind of kept getting darker by, from there. By the way, what and, you, and more and more realistic. Before we go too far into this, 
What's your future movie? What 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 movie are you Shit. excited about in the future? That's right. That's we're, where we're at. I'm I'm sorry. We're in the future, and I'm stuck in the fucking past. Um, I uh, I have a one I'm really excited about, but I'm gonna save that one from when the trailer. Well, actually, no. By the time this, yeah, by the time we release this episode, it'll, the trailer will already have come out. Right. So I'm gonna say. Uh, Halloween ends. Oh, yeah, I am very excited for that. I'm a huge fan of that franchise. Um, not uh, that being said, there are several in the franchise that are a piece of shit. Um, uh, if I'm being fully transparent here, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hit me. Hit me, baby. I've never watched a single Halloween movie in my life. Are you fucking kidding me? You've never seen any of them? I I would appreciate your lack of judgment. Thanks. I'm sorry. That's fair. I apologize. I literally put I... myself out in a vulnerable situation, <laughs> and your first reaction was judgment. So, uh, You know what? Thanks. You're right. I- I'm sorry. I don't want you I'll to never like open you up to you again. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Don't feel like you can't open up to me yet. I'm here. I want to hear your, you know, any any film trauma you've had. Uh, anything anything that you want to say in your heart, I want to hear um, about film. I don't we'll wanna, see. I don't want to hear anything about your life because I don't care. But yeah, that's fair. That's. Um, you already have a no, pretty I, bad track record of like judging me, so that makes sense. That's in character. <laughs> I. Okay, I believe you, although I don't... What what does that track record look like? I just don't remember. That's how... Yeah. Wait, what don't... <laughs> I don't know what that track record looks like. I don't... The track record that you've created on yeah, this was... first episode. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. We're yeah. going by that just track within... record. Okay, well, I'll have the re- recording, so I'll go back and listen to... You'll, you'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make me nice in post. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah. Why are you excited about that movie? (laughs) I am a huge fan of the franchise. I really love the first two. Those, those in my mind, are the best. Um, But I really enjoy what they've done with the recent ones. Um, I I enjoy... um, I mean, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. uh, Who... By the way, sorry, gotta gotta put this plug in. Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis also starring in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Alright, that's all. Ish ish? Yeah. Oh shit, I did not know that. That's crazy. Uh well, cause like I didn't know how star studded a cat. No, it's not. It's like she's probably the biggest star, I would say. Oh, okay. Or okay. the biggest or the second biggest star in that movie for sure. But yeah, it's not like it's not a whole most of the people in that movie are kind of, uh, I think, more foreign actors. So, like, they don't have, like, the American exposure. But they definitely, like, all are, you know, like, great actors from, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I may recognize some faces. Cause I you think will. It's... You will recognize some faces. But there's a lot of, like, I, faces I the... didn't recognize that also just killed it. There, There's this, this actress that was in... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, she's in that. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm really looking forward to watching that. Actually, I've heard nothing but good things, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um. But yeah. Uh, again, it's my time. Yeah. yeah. No, you uh, you made the link. Well, actually. I'm not going to lie. I knew what I was doing. I brought up Jamie Lee Curtis just so I could make that connection back to everything that we were all at once. But that's fine. I see. So this was, this it was, was Yeah, yeah. No, it totally was. I'll admit to it. I, that's that's fair. I, I can respect that. Um, no, I, I do. I mean, but no, really. Love Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, love the whole franchise. I love that they got her back. And I love that Danny McBride is writing it for some reason. Does he have and a... Has he written anything before? No offense to him. I love him, but... Uh, right? That that was the question I asked. I'm intrigued only... by that, but... That's... I'm also nervous I... by that. <laughs> well, like, like, no, that's really how I felt about it, because I'm like, bro, you're... You're... A funny actor, but, like, I don't know. But, like, generally those guys are, you know, comedic actors are also write well... I don't know about horror scripts. Can you, I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the spot too much here. But can you give me an yeah. example of one? <laughs> Jordan Peele. Wait, hold um, on. I think that's a pretty special case. Is there more? Okay. Um, through through like, do you mean like uh, comedic, comedic actors, actors who became like really good writers? Because I think Jordan Peele is a exceptional case. Uh, I mean, not. Seth Rogen. Oh, um, I didn't even know he wrote anything. Oh yeah, no. Most of most comedic actors write like Adam Sandler writes most of his shit. Mm, that's not a good example. Let's not say that one. Uh, so like, not it's not a good example anymore. But you know, back in the old days, I don't know. Me personally, I appreciate his old shit, oh, okay. Happy Gilmore. You know. Um. I always yeah, think so, about Grown Ups. Did he write Grown Ups? If he wrote Grown Ups. I think he did. Did he write I that don't... other Jill? Uh, what's the movie where he played like the woman or Jack, <laughs> Jack and, Jill? and Jill? I don't know. He, it's like, yeah. I get it. He had he had some like solid writing things, but like, man, okay. those are like so, unforgivable sins for me. He, he, he has written before. Apparently he wrote uh, that movie he was in with... Um, Natalie Portman, Your Highness, um, <laughs> which was, yeah, uh, so, but he also did a lot of writing on Eastbound and Down. Okay, hey, if, okay, uh, that's, yeah. that's solid writing credits, I love that show. <laughs> and, and here's how it all ties together, he wrote a film called The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter. Oh, no he didn't, are you serious? I'm very fucking serious, 2018, I'm looking at Did you at do it that on, on purpose? IMDb. No, you did that on purpose. That's solid, man. I, Good job. I did not. I'm. I'm You're not. You're supposed you. to claim that. <laughs> I don't manipulate just... Jamie Lee Curtis back <laughs> into the conversation just so I can plug everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, you should have just claimed it and kept going, but now you ruined it. You uh, ruined the moment. Fuck That's it. fine. Fuck it. That's fine. I'll claim it. I'll still claim it. Too late. It's okay. over. You can't edit that out. He hasn't. He really hasn't done a lot, though. So yeah, he after that uh, he did. Uh, so is this supposed to be like the last Halloween movie? I I know like I, the I get the premise of the movie, right? Like yeah, yeah. I and I'm not trying to belittle this movie at all or the franchise, yeah. but like for the most part, it's like a slasher, right? Like yeah, for the most part. Um, 
I mean, really, that's what it is. It's basically like the the OG slasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cause, Don't get I me mean, wrong, I love me a good like, slasher, but I'm just making, like, there's yeah. not, that's, like, the basic premise for most of those movies, right? Like, or do yeah, they ever yeah. throw a wrinkle at you ever? Because there's, like, a good amount of movies. I know Rob Zombie done, did a yeah. couple, I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Rob Zombie did two of his own, which I uh, I had an appreciation for. Um, the first one, I think, came out in 2007. The other one was in 2010. I think, um, yeah, I, I liked those. It, it took a much more real, much more gruesome. I mean, that's Rob Zombie in a nutshell. Uh, yeah. I he mean, loves doing that. Yeah, dog. Uh, I was, I was going to say House of a Thousand Corpses, but Jesus Christ, yeah. that fucking uh, Devil's Rejects might be more disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, really, though. It, it yeah. Uh, if you, if anyone listening is curious about, uh, really fucked up shit go watch some rob zombie films just just pick one any <laughs> anyone pick, pick any of them man uh yeah no i appreciated those um you know really tried to dive into the psychosis do you know the release Michael date Meyer. for that halloween movie i don't know the release date i just know the trailer comes out on the 20th which is how are we gonna know when days. to watch it if we don't know a release date i don't fucking hold up i will I am looking it up real time. That helps. And I I expect this to be the last one. It's called Halloween Ends. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, so like, Yo, give it five years. We'll have another fucking Halloween movie. Don't worry. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. This is like, come on. Don't play that fucking shit, dude. I know you're bullshitting. I know it fucking it's not the last one. Yeah, it's the fucking last one. Like, Revenge of the Sith was the last Star Wars movie fuck out of here with that shit yeah october 14th okay there you go cool i don't know why i'm so mad now i'm just it's because it's because it promises to be the in my mind it's halloween ends so like it should be the most climactic halloween film i've 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 ever seen that's are you going going into this are you going in with pretty high expectations i am i i'm I know. Uh, this goes against your rule. No, I, I don't have a rule. Well, like it's just if a movie, if I don't think a movie's gonna be good, I'm gonna go in with low expectations. That's it. That's fair. But no, you do fair. expose yourself a lot when you go in with high expectations. You're either. I feel like that's the most volatile watching experience when you're going in with high expectations because it either <sighs> meets fair. it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Or it, like, undershoots it, and you, like, it feels so much worse when you have high expectations, and it just under-delivers. I think a great example of that, and I, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. like, I don't know why I had high expectations. This is just the one that popped in my mind, Batman versus Superman. I just, and I say high expectations, <laughs> my high expectation was just, I wanted an entertaining comic book movie. And it was yeah. just like, it was, it was so bad, and like, the climax of the movie resolved in like the stupidest way. I don't even mind spoiling this movie. I would not recommend this movie if you haven't seen it. Um, you get Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, which makes no sense. Ugh, man. 
what was the stupid scene? What was the name? Do you did you watch that movie? No, not all of it. Oh, good, good, good on you. It's like three hours long, and it, it should have been like two hours. Are you okay? Are you dying? Do we need to do we need to wrap it up? No, nah, I hit my pin. I'm I'm good now. I whoa, just... whoa! No. You can't say that. I. Just You're in piece an illegal candy. state. You can't say that. Uh, you don't know what's in the pin. Stop alluding to that. <laughs> I'm trying to save you, you from the feds. Are you gonna? Are you my one call? Like if they bust up in here? No. <laughs> I'm across the country. I can't help you. You're in. You can. You're right next to Amazon headquarters. You go in and demand to see Jeffrey Bezos and demand that he buy me a lawyer. I'll, you know what? I'll either do that or I'll hit up Bill Gates' yacht. No, he don't, I don't know where that guy is. Don't do that. <laughs> he lives out here, too. <laughs> Does yeah. he? Yeah. That's weird. Right? Everybody live in Seattle. Hmm? Why does everybody live in Seattle? I mean, it's a pretty cool place. Yeah. Also, there's, uh, well, I don't, I don't think that's actually relevant. I just know he definitely owns a couple homes here. He owns a couple homes, I think, everywhere. He owns like a fuck ton of land in the Midwest, like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, because you can just do that when you're one of the richest men in the planet. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's wanting some. He's preparing for the collapse of society. That's the only answer. He, he's responsible for the collapse of society. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Him and Steve Jobs, I guess. No, it's a bunch of people, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm probably also to blame. Like, I don't fucking nah have like several devices that connect to the internet and shit. Nah, you're nah. I am. I think a, I'm, the individual. I'm a this is turning into. A, philosophical. No, I was just gonna say the individual output someone puts uh, has way less effect than like an entire like corporation, which yeah, is something true. they run. So they they actually have like way more impact. <laughs> that's fair, because you know what? That's a lot of people as opposed to an individual. So I suppose that's that's fair. That that outweighs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still feel guilty, but I don't know. This, I really like the Halloween franchise. Um, <laughs> good, that was good. My, what you did there, uh, honestly, like that was a smooth transition. Thank you. Not, not. What was I about to say? I forgot. Not at all awkward, or no, not awkward. Who cares? Corrupt. Let's stop talking about what I was going to say. <laughs> that Halloween uh, uh, franchise yeah. that I have yet to watch a single movie of. I'm not going to lie. The last one, I was really impressed with by the end. Oh, I believe um, it. No, I'm not. This isn't like, because I haven't watched it, isn't like me trying to say I think the series sucks or anything. It's just, there's a lot of movies that exist, okay? And it's you can't get yeah. to all of them. It's more so that case than anything. Yeah. That's fair. You know what? Uh, how about we're we're uh, kind of get close to the end here. Um, 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little spiel on Halloween. If you've never seen a single one, I'm gonna give you a little spiel, and then we'll call it. And then next week, I'm going to tell you everything I think about. It, it'll either be the Batman or everything everywhere all at once. I I've already seen the Batman. I haven't. I mean, I could talk about both movies for like actually forever, so that's fine. I that's that's fair. Coincidentally. Paul Dano, who plays the Riddler, was in Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Uh, I love as well Paul as Dano. Several... I fucking love Paul Dano. He is one of my favorite actors. He did an amazing job in the Batman. He also played. He played in another one of my favorite movies. That was actually more a more original piece of work. Um, when did it come out? I want to say 2014, but I'm not certain about this. Uh, Prisoners. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Oh man. There's that movie. Oh, that movie is fucking intense. <laughs> oh my god, it's got Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, um, Melissa Leo. Oh my god, I'm pretty sure I didn't say her name yeah. right, but uh, it's like everybody's in it. it um, it's just it's a really good like um, crime thriller type movie, and like it's yeah. really intense. Paul Dano, sorry. Got me talking What's about it that. called? Prisoners? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll check it out. I gotta add it to the list. I gotta watch everything everywhere at once first. I feel like... This is good. I feel like I don't watch enough movies these days lately. Yeah. So I think you can watch it on Hulu, I think. just gonna get really big. He, uh... Have you, did you ever see Love and Mercy? I did not. Really good. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, pretty much a biopic. Biopic. Whatever pronounce it biopic 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 he was a he was in a great biopic (laughs) of uh brian wilson singer songwriter founding member of the beach boys um good vibrations my man good vibrations or uh if you're schizophrenic like he is bad vibrations he's schizophrenic i think that's what he has he he has a he has a mental illness that he was required treatment for. Um, I believe he's schizophrenic, some kind of acute um, anxiety, paranoia, Jeez. something like that. That's rough. Um, but yeah, Paul Dana plays Brian Wilson, does a great job. Elizabeth Banks does a great job. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, all those people. Job. I love all of them. Great job. Great job. I love all those actors. He was. He was brilliant in Big Fat Liar. That wouldn't have been the first movie I thought of. <laughs> <not sure. laughs> there was something artful about his performance as a blue Oompa Loompa. Nah, you know, the role I think he really killed it was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 as Rhino. That was the role that he really <laughs> spread his wings and showed the world that he was a great actor. Uh, Paul oh Giamatti. My God. What an actor greatest artist of all our time um does anyone even remember those amazing spider-man movies like i feel like i i fucking love them bro i went to see them by myself because uh spider-man was my favorite superhero when i was a kid. yeah um and i really fucking hate it because like it did in the early 2000s that shit made you a nerd but now it just means you like zendaya and you like euphoria yeah you can just i mean it's a good thing though 
Yeah. We don't want kids thing. to be picked we... on for liking comic books. It's stuff. good. It's good. I, I just have resentment because I'm a bitter asshole. But no, that is good. That's exactly what, you know, a child me would have wanted. Yeah. For, you know, superheroes to be the thing. And a lot of those movies, a lot of those stories of those superheroes, I really enjoy. I really enjoyed the first Amazing Spider-Man and the fucking second one was garbage. I was curious what you thought about the second one. I wasn't going to say anything. It was atrocious. And I think people did good jobs in those yeah, yeah, yeah. films. But like... Uh, and, I, and, and then you know what? I, I was talking to a friend about this. Um, her and I agreed that there's really no such thing as a bad movie because oh, i can i don't understand well this. Uh, so like well like because i can find something good in every i movie. doubt it in spider-man 2 great production value no, 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 great no, no, visuals no. i got a movie for you and i don't think you can find a good thing about it it's are you ready all right or maybe I, you've seen it and then you can just hit, hit me uh, with it uh movie okay. 43 have you seen it <laughs> Yes. All right. Give me one good thing about that movie. Um, most movies, I can find something good. Okay. In. Yeah, I'm just... Bad movies exist. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that's Movie fair. 43 you know, I, I is was, dog shit. I, actually, I was going to say, like, it, was, it made me laugh at times, but it, it didn't actually i don't remember no i watched that whole movie and i didn't laugh fucking i know i'm not trying to sit here and say if you laughed at it like at all like you suck but for me personally i fucking laughed once that whole fucking movie runtime i've never been so frustrated with a movie in my fucking life (laughs) that movie just like makes me irrationally angry like holy shit oh god sorry that's that no you're right i I watched it uh, actually somewhat recently. It was only like a year or two ago for the first time. Um, and, and you know, I was already very into film and film theory at this point. So I could, I you know, I'm not saying I have the best and most accurate critiques of films, but I, I feel comfortable critiquing a film, just as I'm sure you do. Um, yeah, it's good or it's bad. Yeah, and... and See, that's a whole other conversation, because, like, what makes you a good critic? Like, what defines you as a critic? And it really is Well, just that's... Like, see, we're using very subjective words, and honestly, it's determined yeah, I, by I whoever the person is, honestly. Yeah, I... Yeah, what makes a good critic for they, someone won't, you know, necessarily exactly. be the case for someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, really, though. I mean, and that's the thing, right? It's like, it's literally just personal preference you know what if, if you like a movie or not well because that's the thing man it, bambi for example opened up to really not good reviews and yet here we are it is a staple yeah you know i think back in the 50s what was it uh, the raven or uh yeah the ravens or the birds what was the alfred hitchcock movie the birds yeah the birds um. Yeah, that was up for an Oscar, and it got beaten by some movie. I don't even remember the name to. I've heard it several times, and I still don't remember the name because it was a totally forgettable movie. 
Yeah. But here we are. You know what the Ravens? You know what the birds are. Apparently, I don't. I just keep rolling with the Ravens. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep it 100. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the academy. <laughs> I yeah. like kind of pay attention right. just because it's. I just want to know who got the accolades, but like. Yeah. That's really what it's become. But like the academy it's, sucks, it's dick. Of, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree, man. No one watches that shit anymore. Literally, literally. Unless Will Smith do, is slapping Chris Rock. That's what I was about to say. Something's gonna happen for motherfuckers to watch. Apparently, I feel because well, a so year or two ago, we should. They tried to get Glenn Close to do the the butt uh, from the Spike Lee film School Days. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was pretty weird uh like she knew like and they tried to play it off like she just knew what the butt was and she just knew like who would put out the song i don't know i'm getting off topic it was they i hate the oscars i i used to fantasize about winning an oscar and throwing it back in the crowd in the direction of whoever i liked the least which is very weird um, to have as a fantasy, to be fair. Uh, but I, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Everyone's weird to an extent. There's no such thing as normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah also true. Uh, but yeah, first two Halloweens are really good. Um... And they progressively got worse. The third Halloween doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. It has nothing to do with him. Wait, I don't understand. They just yep. chill out and hang out? Like, what would that happen? <laughs> no, 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 no. This story has nothing to do with Michael Myers or Haddonfield. Is this Illinois. another random killer person? No, it's like in a uh, different thing. It, revolves around this like tv station that's hypnotizing people like it's like alien ends up being like aliens or some shit like Oof. uh and then the fourth halloween is michael myers again oh, man. and forever on forever onward it's just him killing people and they're not like they just get worse and worse until rob zombie does his and uh i think the ones that came out recently are pretty good um I, I I don't want to spoil it for you. The last one that came out. Um, but did it, you say that it, just to spoil it? Why did you say that? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just. I'm just going to say that the the final scene. Uh, the the final scene in Halloween Kills was so. Uh awaited and satisfying um because it is something that you're I think trying so hard to spoil this no i'm not i'm not i'm really not and i i don't think i i will spoil it with my my choice of words here the, the climax to that movie was something every fan of the, the franchise has wanted and suggested and been waiting for for 
probably decades, and I'm so glad they finally did it, and it, it played out very well. I, I'm not gonna say how I how it, if it, it whether it played out as, as I thought it would or not, um, but it played out very well. Um, the script is very well written. It it really. The problem, you know what, I will say, it was for, that one specifically was for friends, fans of the franchise. Yeah, fan service. That's, that's not one you should start with. Makes sense. Um, yeah, but it, because, like, it brings all these old characters back. So, I, if I were you, I would definitely go watch the, at least the first two. No, I mean, it sounds um, like you need to watch the first three. No, that third just, one sounds interesting. You just just skip the third one. But that's the thing. As objectively, it's not a terrible movie. It's weird. Wait, hold and... up. How can you hold on? I gotta stop you. Yeah. How can you talk about art and then say objectively? Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you know what? Fair enough. Let me re- <laughs> let me rephrase that. Not objectively, but in. Away from the context of it being part of the Halloween franchise, it's not a bad movie. It's just, but because it was part of the Halloween franchise, it was just really. In comparison, out of it felt not as good. Well, it was weird because it was like, "Yo, we've been following these characters in this story for like two movies, and now you're just literally gonna... flipping the flipping the script." Like, yeah, like it's not even the same script. It's this is not the same thing at all. Um... So, watch, you know what? Watch that one first. Just to, so you don't have anything to compare it to. And let me know how that goes. Because that's, that's probably the way to do that. So you want me to do three, one, two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, we're gonna Tarantino this shit, alright? You need to do that shit out of sequence. Watch the third one. The only difference is it, it doesn't matter too much. Because... It sounds like the three is so disconnected from yeah, everything no, else. A, At least with a Qu- Quentin Tarantino thing, even though it's out of order. <laughs> by the end of it, there's this nice cohesive story. Yeah, three's just uh, gonna feel fair. out of place. Yeah. All right, let's fucking Andy Warhol this shit. That if that's better for your, for, you know, for your purposes, uh, just make it weird. No, um. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, watch the third one whenever. But yeah, watch the first two, and then you go to four, five, six, blah, 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 blah. Um, the the ones that Rob Zombie did is not like a total remake, but they're basically remakes. Yeah, I I know nothing about it at all, so. I recommend it. I'm just a fan of the, fran- the franchise, so um, so yeah. Uh, that is what I'm looking forward to in the future. Yay! And so uh, that was it. Thank you all for joining us. Um, we will definitely post all our resources where we got um, where I got all the information for. Uh, today's past presentation 
Um, so if you want to go back and dig deeper into the story of Bambi for yourself, you can. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We're, uh, we really appreciate anyone who's stuck it out this far and listened to all of our, our rambling and uh why are you still here i don't understand but sure yeah yeah right uh i would have <laughs> i'm sure there's like so left. many other more productive things you could have done but you know that's fine yeah i i would have left when we started like just shitting on disney uh i that would have i probably would have kept listening honestly at that point but well, that's just no, me so like, i'm biased yeah no disney. i understand uh specifically the part where i said that we would sacrifice a herd of deer and leave it at their offices. Yeah, yeah, we'll just edit that out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this, I gotta probably edit this part out where I refer to it, allude. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll fix that in post, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we'll make me nicer in post. <laughs> there, we can... I can make you out to be the bad guy. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm used to it. I don't know if you know this, I actually played a bad guy in a movie once, so. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, if you're referring to the movie you and I did together, you were not the bad guy, I'm, I don't I'm think. I'm a bad guy. I, I don't Billie think Eilish so. made a song about me. <laughs> that song was about me, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> you and... Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring this up because you know we had other stuff to talk about. But like I'm a really, really good actor, and like my work yeah. influences many, you know. So yeah, um, life imitates art. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Life, so life imitates you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or Billy Eilish imitates. No, well, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> All right, man. We're cool. Thanks for joining. It was fun. Yeah. Def looking forward to next week. Uh, I don't know if I would go that far, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I am. I mean, you don't... I understand if you're not, but I am. I'm too cool for school, bro. I, I'm not. I just want friends. <laughs> Fair. Well, alright, bro. I'll see you. Yeah, alright, man. I'll see you later. Bye.